Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Alrighty. All right, all right, all right. Let me hear your all rights. All right. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that feels right. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, hey there. Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> um, I'm a tired, I'm a tired cat. You taught three classes of yoga today. Mm-hmm. Two. It's a lot of classes. And my butt is really sore. Yes. And so, like, every time I sit down, it's like the oh. meat of my butt cheek is sore. Mm-hmm. So every time I sit down, I'm like, oh. oh. Hello, muscles. Tender. <laughs> hey, booty. But, like, I had to demo hey, today, booty, and I was booty. just, like, weird. Uh, anyway, that's boring. But it's but it's your life, and I care about it. I love you. <laughs> I love you. And by the time this airs, <laughs> what will have happened? Um, My brother will. Is going on for Scorpius tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. And My whole family is here. Um, I'm sure he did a great job. So, Alex, <laughs> when you hear this, you're amazing. And I can't wait. You guys, I'm posting this um, essay that I wrote. In wait, have I read it? I read it. You've read it. I've read it. Um, it was written in 2002 when I was 10 years old. So I think I was in fourth grade. Um, is, it the, is it about how he's your hero? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, post yeah. this. It's an, it's an incredible literary work. And like, if you saw it on Instagram and you were like, I don't want to read this, I need you to go back and read it <laughs> because it, it's, a, it's like a, it's like a medium burn, uh-huh. but when it gets there and you, you realize why I'm writing the essay, it's worth it. It is. I can promise you this. We're putting our seal of approval on it. Ar- ar- oh, a seal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I live to make you laugh. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, how are you, Bridget? I'm good. I'm sad that the breaky time is over. <laughs> the breaky time, Thanksgiving. That time, it's its official name. If you didn't know, breaky, takey, turkey, turkey, twerky, breaky time, turkey, twerky, breaky time. <laughs> That's it. So that was lovely to have some days off and. Uh, to see the little ones. There are. They are delicious. Aren't they? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, I love them. Uh, and I love my sister very much. And she's such a good mom. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't think I will ever, ever have the kind of like patience and creativity she has in her mom pursuit. It's mm. amazing. Um, uh, I'm pretty good. I was saying earlier, work is, I mean, I said last week how much I like it, which I do. And it's ramping up. And I have... It, it's a good feeling, but it's also a very scary feeling. And I'm at, at different moments in the day. I'm like, I've only been here three months. Wow. Yeah. I know. 2018 has been such a long year. There have been year. four years in this year. So much has happened. So much. Are, is every year like this and we just forget? I don't think so. No. Good. Me either. I can't believe that. <laughs> That's true. Our, our minds reset on January 1st. And it's the only way we survive the year. Um. Yeah. We can't be allowed to believe it'll be more more of the same. It's it's been a a change and grow year. I think this year has honestly been exactly what being in your mid twenties is supposed to be, which I'm kind of like I hate it, but I get it. Uh, I agree. Ugh. It's the mid twenties are a train wreck, and we're on the I'm train such right now. A, I am just like <laughs> on the midnight train to Rexville. Mm-hmm. Not we're not going anywhere near trying town this time around. Or Georgia. I don't want to go anywhere near Georgia. <laughs> Specific, but I well, like it. That's the midnight train to Georgia. Oh, of course. Anywhere but Georgia. Come on. Anywhere but Georgia. 
Come on. Sorry if you're from Georgia. Sorry to my company who's headquartered there. <laughs> Atlanta doesn't count. That's true. Atlanta's very different, isn't it? I'd yeah. love to go to Atlanta. I think I probably will at some point, and I'm psyched about it. I would love to go to Atlanta. Anyone out there? Travel Rex? Atlanta? Atlanta? Atlantaites? Atlanta? Um, what is your bracelet situation right now? I'm wearing a mala. Oh, it's beautiful. And it has an elephant on it. Oh, can and I see? Mm-hmm. Do you hear that clinky clink? It's a clinky clink. It's bracelet. like my yoga teacher bracelet. I love it. I like feel very official and yoga teacher mm-hmm. when I wear it. It's your uniform. Namaste. Um, it's starting to like sink in that I'm like not just talking about going to LA, mm-hmm. but I'm like figuring out logistic. Mm-hmm. My, I got my dose of Thanksgiving literally in the one hour I spent with my parents today. They were like. Where are you living? How much are you paying? What are you doing about a car? How long are you going to be there? What are you going to do for work? Are you going to be happy there? Are you in love? Are you dating anybody? Wow. Uh, not the question. last part because they know yeah. all that. Yeah. But the answer is no and no. Um, <laughs> they ask good questions, but I, that sounds questions, very But I was just like, well, good to see you. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Got to go by. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go take a nap. I stress fell asleep like I usually do. Yep. I love to stress fall asleep. And they're Times Square. No, I am. Hotel I was like, uh, yeah. You asleep in the middle of the chaos of Times Square. What a beautiful, calming image. <laughs> I was telling Bridget, my friend sent me a poem today about uh, New York. And, like, it was like, remember when I used to look up and see, like, a beautiful yellow bird? Well, now if I took one step sooner, it's obviously much more mm-hmm. poetic than this. No, this is stunning. <laughs> like, bloody feathers and, like, oh, uh-huh. it. Ha- I haven't seen sunlight in weeks. And I was like, cool, cool. I love that. I was like. Heartwarming. I sent you charming, joyful Mamma Mia content <laughs> and you sent me this like. Did you guys. Wait. Question for the class. Did y'all know Brooke loves Mamma Mia? As a bit. I mean, yeah, but at this point, you commit to a bit long enough and the bit is lit. It's real. The bit <laughs> is lit. Put it on a pillow. <laughs> Put it in a. What is those. What is. What is those. Put it called? on a cross stitch. Yes. Um, I would like that cross stitch, but no, I was saying, cause we were talking about like top five favorite musicals because that's what you do when you're drunk <laughs> and you're me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, mama Mia and cats. And I was like, no, no, I don't actually love mama Mia. I don't love cats. Like, but you love to love them and that's enough. I love to love them and they're like fluff and you have a lot of the content and joy in your life from it. So that's true. But it's like a You don't like, have to love the musical as a musical to just love Mamma Mia, which I think you do. I do. <laughs> but it's not one of my favorite musicals. That's fair. There are oceans literally between those concepts. <laughs> um Hi Bridget. Hi Brooke. Hi, Hi everybody. everybody. Welcome to Splat. Splat, the podcast. We're me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about Sex, Sex in the, the City. City. Ten years younger. And twenty years later. You guys, you know what I I learned and texted Bridget about in a flurry? The reason why there are only eight episodes in season, season five, five as is we've been because talking about for a while. Of the writer strike. Uh, duh. I feel like we did. We maybe know that at some point and just completely forget it. I think we brought up the writer strike at some point because we it were was like, unrelated. maybe that's why the writing is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are assholes, and that was obvious. Yeah. So there it is, everyone. Writer strike. Writer strike. Um, we love some factoids about this show. We love. We truly. I. I do. No. Same. Cool. I mean, I know I say we love sarcastically many times, so that was not clear. We love. But I needed to, <laughs> I needed to do it into it. I'm actually taking my bracelet off so I can stop gesticulating with it. Mm, that was a clicky clack delight. It's like a ASMR. Like there are going to be people who hate this, and four people who love this. I don't think we should make this bit lit. <laughs> oh, that Ooh, was a fun I one. Locked up. <laughs> Good grief. If you just had to grit your teeth through that, we love you. Extra. I understand. I get actually, it. Actually, something, something happened the other day. Where, oh, there was a, I was on the subway the mm-hmm. other day. It's always on the subway. I had one on the way home too. It was an empty car. Good grief. This woman came, stood right by me and was doing that thing where it was like not quite a lip smack. It was like, uh-huh. Like, where you like suck your teeth kind of. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a real bad one. I had my headphones in. I was just like, it's not enough sometimes. What? Why? 
Yes. What Empty have I drain. done yeah. to deserve this? It truly feels like a message from a higher power sometimes. There was a guy standing over me today who was trying to suck every last inch. And it was a boba, so he was really trying to get things. And it was just forever. And the train was excruciatingly slow. And I just kept trying not to look at him and then look at him and then look at him every time he did it. A dear friend was eating pad thai with me the other day, and he slurped it. And I was just, oh. every single bite he took, I was like, all of your vertebrae just shot out in different directions. <laughs> yep. Yep. So if you relate, if you have misophonia, just know there's a club for you and it's here in my it's arms. That <laughs> it's here in my arms. She has a really big wingspan. I do. I have long ass everything. Look at those fingies. Look at those fingies. Long I'm and the skinny. opposite. You still have pretty long fingers though for your hand, I think. They don't look well. But everything's very proportional. Thanks. They're nicely they're nicely shaped. I love to talk about things that none of you can see. <laughs> our hands. Our hands, our bracelets, my arms. My soul. My love. <laughs> now I see your soul, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an open book. Actually, I'm quite emotionally unavailable right now, which has been interesting and new for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never in my entire life have I been emotionally unavailable. It's a good protective mechanism sometimes I, for a lot of things. 26 and a half years and I'm like, oh, this is what that is like? <laughs> is it Welcome. weird that I'm self-aware about it? Does yeah. that negate it? No. Not at all, I don't think. Cool. No. Cool. Yeah, you got to own that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to. I'm an impenetrable wall. That's right. I'm going to take this wrecking ball to it and bounce right off baby <laughs> this show's good this show is good this ep- this season's good this season is good this, this episode is iconic is it uh-huh okay that makes sense to me it's a big one for a lot of reasons i, have I didn't to even be mean honest, that pun but it always works i my phone um wouldn't let me watch the last three and a half minutes of it <gasps> how dare so well, who knows <laughs> i've seen it so it doesn't matter it to you me matter thank you to me i knew that was a song but i had no idea how it went so listen to that beauty beauty this is called the perfect present the perfect everyone. present they really are all about a double entendre there is a really good good pun i think my favorite yeah bit of the whole series of the whole series that's impressive we stopped with an elevator bell we do indeed <laughs> Open in on an elevator bell. Ding. Carrie is going on a picnic. And her boobs are, are out. Crazy. And the music, this you should episode. know, the music sounds like um, she, um, th- there she goes. Should we play it yeah, really quick? Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Okay, my face is by the speaker. I think I have prime turned off sound here. Turn it all the, all the way up. Oops, no, I didn't do it. Nope. Nope, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Okay, here we go, kids. Like in a single gal's life, there are three important firsts. The like, the like, meow, meow, meow. It's like this is an early two thousands rom com soundtrack. All of a sudden, Hondo P. Her hair is that too, though. I mean, she's styled very specifically and cutesy, but she also looks cute. She looks. I don't. Amazing. I haven't. Th- this length works better with st- straight hair for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look so much like she's a doll. Someone tried to doll. You know. Oh, of course. A doll someone tried to The classic doll, doll someone tried to doll? Mm-hmm. As opposed uh, to? A doll someone tried to laud. That's doll backwards. It was the only thing I could think of on the spur Technically, of the Technically, wouldn't it be yod? You know what? It might, except oh, no, we don't I'm say llama. Llama. That's what the word I was thinking of. I think it's the only double L start in a word. Because when we used to play ghost on long car trips, if you started with L, the next person would say L and screw you over. Because then it's A-M-A and you're out. <laughs> Depending on how many people you're playing with. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm thinking from specific experience, clearly. Cutting. The first time you have... So the three big things. The first time you have sex. The first time you have good sex. And the first time you see a guy. You, you just started dating's apartment. Which I'm like, okay. But those aren't the three big things. I would argue that the first time you have good sex is, is definitely one of a bit a big life moment. But reductive much <laughs> i'm like i don't think his apartment is that you can tell that a girl lived here right so it's, it's and she's nice an and idiot she's, yeah <laughs> she's delightfully surprised and she's like giving him all these things about how nice it is I by giving him these things i mean speaking words into his face it's a studio it looks like it is 
I appreciate the set dresser. It looks like a hotel room. But it, it does. Um, so th- I appreciate the set dresser putting the cards on the bulletin board. Yes. Um, there's exposed brick and there's an office. So it's like a, but it, you can, it, there's like a fake Slidey door. fake door. Yeah. Where do you think this apartment is? A village? Interesting. No. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Like he- uptown? It might be village, actually. The architecture out the window looks more like the the downtown buildings, the, like, lower apartment buildings that are down there. So Carrie is, like, complimenting the apartment, the way it looks, and she and mentions course, the wall color, and he's like, oh, that would be Lauren. The, and she's like, oh, you have a decorator. Ralph or, Lauren? Yes, she says Ralph Lauren. Because they make paint. Of course. And, and he says, no. Lauren, my ex. And she's like, oh, you. we don't got to talk about it. You're a decorator. I have a decorator, too. We don't have to talk about it. And he's like. And then cut to them in bed. And this is weird just because I feel like they've slept in the same bed together. It's just like at his first, his first. At his his apartment apartment. the first time. And so she's like, do I have to set an alarm? All this stuff. And they snuggle in and he turns on this rain noise machine. machine. Basically. But it's like, it's not rain. It's rainforest specifically. So it's it's frogs and frogs and and cicadas and birds. And he's like, oh, that's my sound machine. I'm I'm a a troubled troubled sleeper. sleeper. Which she should know that he's a troubled sleeper. Right. Because surely he hasn't been able to. Although maybe they haven't spent the night that many times. I mean, last time we saw them do that, it's because he passed out drunk. Literally passed out drunk backwards. You know? So maybe they have, have not really done How long much. do you think we're in? Like a couple weeks? Yeah. Maybe like a month and a half. Cool. If she hasn't seen his apartment yet. Yeah. They're not, not that too. far into and it's pretty, it. And they're still pretty casually dating. I don't think right. that it's, they're not exclusively dating right. per conversation. Yeah. So we learned that later. They haven't had a had an exclusive we are boyfriend and girlfriend conversation yet. A DTR, if a you will. DTR. Define the relationship. It's a big moment in every girl's life. One of the big four, I'd say. DTR. Mm-hmm. I think that is actually. Yeah. Can be. Um. Carrie's like, I'm fine, frogs, it's fine. But she cannot sleep and doesn't sleep. And then she's like, frogs. And it also t- transpires that the reason he's hooked on it is because Lauren his got decorator. <laughs> a couple weeks after they started dating, she was like, which means like, we just like, we're poised to hate Lauren. Just right. like we were poised to hate Natasha. Just like we're always poised to hate women who aren't the main characters. So they're going to go hang out with a friend i screamed when jennifer coolidge came up on screen it's jennifer coolidge and they were like she tried to kill herself and she took 10 zoloft on an empty stomach six advil six advil Advil. oh she's talking about zoloft on screen and i transmute transmuted that's it um Uh oh uh uh-huh so i had a moment where i thought that this was maybe splat oh but it's not it's not i was like is jennifer cool but i wonder i forget i think splat is the name of the episode it is i checked so Jennifer Coolidge has gone through a nasty, nasty breakup, and now with because a nasty of, man, because of that fucker, she discovered she's Fendi because now she makes ugly bags. She, yeah, exactly. She, but she does not think, and she ugly. is the most Jennifer Coolidgey Jennifer Coolidge she could be. She could possibly be. She is in so the she's best ha- way. They're having a big party for these purses. It's her purse party, basically. So a they're all branding. Party. They're all branding. They're I don't all even branding. know what I was saying. Browsing, but where did that come from? They were branding. New word. And the bags are hideous. And ladies, these aren't bags. They're baggage. We are standing amongst the ruins of her relationship. And, and it was, was an ugly breakup, ugly breakup. Because the bags are ugly. They're very ugly. Lots of frou-frou. Although in another world, every single one of these bags is something they would have stuck with an outfit of Carrie's and been like, here, it's a statement. Make it work. And so Miranda is saying that she is like the only person who needs to deal with the, a bad breakup is the next person that that person dates. And she says that um, which I'm Berger like, opened up the X-File the night which before. Which is a funny. But mm-hmm. I'm like, Miranda. <laughs> it is a funny. Every one of us at some point in our lives is inevitably the person that is like we will be on the receiving end of that. Oh yeah, of course. And Carrie's like I don't want to be that person. But I think that comes with dating anyone past like 19, honestly. <laughs> Most people will have dated someone before you and it's it's it doesn't always have to be a thing, but it clearly is right now for Carrie, partially because she now understands that Burger Space is this place that's still like dominated well, by also, like, his ex girlfriend. Lauren and Burger broke up like how long ago? Not, well, we yeah, we don't know how long ago. We don't, but, but like how long between when oh, she yeah. saw how him long and between when, the seasons? Good question. Because he was hanging out with her parents at that point, so well they were they were obviously living together, right? And they had been dating for a long time. I guess did we know that? I think we knew that, but I don't. Maybe I'm imagining there was a number put on it. Anyway, yes, 
So Carrie is lamenting basically that she's in this position she to was begin like, with. She's she was a monster. hoping she was going to have to skip. Or that she could just skip the whole. The whole ex conversation. And Charlotte wide eyed. She gets crazy she eyes. She does. It's, it's like, like, no, you need to know. better. You need to know everything as soon as possible. Carrie, you need to know where he's been so you know what you're getting, which and is a very Charlotte Samantha's thing to say. like, as long as he's fucking you, who cares who fucks fucking? I'm Samantha. <laughs> yep. That is a verbatim transcript. Her boobs look amazing. They do. Kim they Pichol do this is whole so episode. beautiful. She is. She's wearing honking big earrings. And who shows up but nameless waiter from the episode before. Wow. What's he doing here? Oh, wait. Before Jennifer that. Coolidge comes up with a little clutch that's covered in shoes. And she then, walks up and she goes, shoes, little shoes. <laughs> it's perfect. And then she complains about her ex some more. And then she's like to a caterer. She's like, excuse me, champagne for the girls. Katie, shoes. shoes. And then we see hot nameless waiter from Raw. Hey, Samantha, doesn't that waiter look familiar? Samantha goes, I fucked him. <laughs> of course. And he's hot. He really is. And I'm not usually attracted to long hair. No. But he's hot. He looks, honestly, he looks like an, uh, a Ken doll come to life, like the beachy ones with the real hair. He looks sort of like Tyler from Big Brother. Mm. This season, for those of you who that will resonate with, mm-hmm. you're welcome. I hope that's that's someone It's at there. least one. De- definitely. Uh, so Charlotte is about to become a Jew. I she's, had a moment here where I was, where, and she's talking about the history and the culture and the tradition and how into it she is. And then she says, oi, that was my first oi. And what were you going to say? Um, shit. What was I going to say? Oh, I had a moment thinking this episode started here. And then I thought about it a couple more times. We're like, obviously when you're in your thirties, your parents don't and shouldn't have any say in your life. But I am hyper curious what the Yorks think about Charlotte converting for a man. She's not even engaged to. Well, again, another timeline I'm confused about. This is a huge, huge, huge deal. Why is she doing it right now? Why? And why did she do it immediately? (laughs) How long have they been together? I think that's what Charlotte does though. When she's in, she's a thousand percent in and it's just I think like she's decided she's in. I feel like the conversation of like I would convert to Judaism if we get to that step mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Yes, being like okay, I've had that conversation three months in. She's converting. She's like okay, I'm converting. Like that's like I'm all in, and and you don't know someone after mm-hmm. three months. It's like getting a tattoo, but times a thousand. <laughs> I mean, of like of like your partner's face, you know, or whatever. Oh, you mean this tattoo? <laughs> oh. It's me, Brock. You shouldn't have. Honestly, <laughs> of all the people that I would tattoo onto my body, I would get a tattoo of you. That means so much to me. Where would you want to be? Mm, bottom of your foot. How <laughs> <laughs> you want me to step on you always? And just suffer through that. No. Um. Where would I want to be? I just keep thinking of dumb answers, like right on a titty. <laughs> I was like center of the butt cheek. Yeah. But then I want to sit. I don't want to sit on you. Like in your knee armpit. <laughs> My knee armpit right here. All of these sound like, yeah, excruciating places to be No, I want somewhere also. like quiet and lovely. So I want you to be. I, was gonna I say. want you to be guarding my vagina, <laughs> uh-huh. so every man that has to come in has, has to, to see my face, <laughs> know what he's dealing with. But it's gonna be Bridget with Shrek ears. <gasps> oh, sexy! Oh my I God. mean, that's you're, they're not gonna last until getting inside you. At that point, they'd be. I they I they all are trying <laughs> to be believers. Be so lucky! Oh wow! I'd be like, you were going somewhere with that, and I I didn't know. It just says it's just your face, and then right above my clit, it says "Welcome to Dulog." <laughs> Oh my god! Well, the, in that case too, I want to add. I wanted to say welcome to Dulog, but I want. I wanted to have one of those soldier men bent over, <laughs> like shine your shoes and wipe your face when they bend over. But and it's your face. face. Yeah, exactly. But it's my face. Wow. Well, somebody needs to design this for me asap. I would if I had any talent whatsoever. <laughs> Don't you dare. Say that again. Art, in that art, artistic Maybe realm. just like on my nail, I just have Bridget <gasps> written. <laughs> yes. It's seven letters. So. I-L-U. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So Jennifer Coolidge comes out because she hears a noise in the hallway. And of course she finds Samantha dun, 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 dun. fucking the hot waiter. And she's like, this is the last thing I wanted to see right I'm now. I'm too fragile for this. And then. Oh my God. Yeah, and then she kicks them out, and she's like, this she is fires supposed him. to, she fires him, and 
when this happened the first time, I thought she was, and he's also half-heartedly like still thrusting through the first half of it. He's still going. He's still going. And she walks away and they literally just keep going. And she tells Samantha to get out. And then she like throws a fit and throws everybody out of the apartment. This was supposed to be my purse party. Get the fuck out of the apartment. And Carrie's like, okay, time for dinner. <laughs> and they go to their reservation. And then we the have. The next day, Charlotte's in, in Judaism class. AKA, her, she becomes Hermione Granger. Oh, mm-hmm. and we learn and about the mikvah, which is the, the ritual where um, a woman or I guess any person is like, it's basically a baptism and you like are reborn as a Jew. Right. And, and she then, knows all the answers to what everything is. And you can tell the other women in class do not like her for that reason. Understandably. And then we find out that and then the rabbi goes in this whole spiel about like how, how you, you have, have to, to give. give up your old like any Christian things like in, including but not limited to Christmas mm-hmm. and how Christmas is usually the hardest one to give up. For people to let go And I'm like, and Harry sort of, we'll get there. Right. But I'm like, I am full Jew, Hondo P, mother, father, all of us, Mm -hmm, Jewish, mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. a Jew. In the blood. Um, And we had a Christmas tree every year. Yeah. It's kind of, I feel like Christmas is one of those things that for for better or maybe for worse is like, it's a, it's cultural more than it's religious yeah for some people i understand it's fully religious in the same way that i feel like thanksgiving isn't about like what thanksgiving it was right it's just like a time to come together and like eat this like weird meal yes and and see family and see family and whatever anyway 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 back to our girls back to the basics so steve shows up and he's 20 minutes late and he's like i'm sorry De- debbie was having car troubles and Miranda's like i don't know who debbie is and he's like the girl i'm seeing and she's like Lashes well out. fine brady's changed and ready to go please try to have him back on time tomorrow and he's like I- i've only been late once this is the first time and she's like lashes out you can tell that it's a it's about more than than him being late yeah he says debbie's car and she's like steve i don't need to know and then we have this dumb scene where charlotte talks to the rabbi she's like Mr. Man, Christmas, you sure, Mr. Grinch? <laughs> but that's but that's everything. Uh, and he says, you can't be a vegetarian and keep eating meat. Which I'm like, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but Rabbi Min, she's literally Rabbi Grinch. Rabbi Grinch. Oh, my God. I didn't even clock that. Yeah. Because now you that Charlotte. You have to let go of the attachments Carrie, to your past. Carrie narrates it like, Charlotte will always think of him as the Minch that stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. There it is. There it is. That night, miles from the Amazon, I was just drifting off to sleep when... She gets a phone call. Carrie gets a phone call. As often happens, this is a a thing with them, you know, like a a phone call to disrupt everything and just voices, no introductions, nothing. And uh, it's Mr. Big. There he is. And and he goes, remember that red dress you had? And she's like, huh? What? Where are you? In California. He's just like lying on his bed. So it's like, what, 2.30 a.m. maybe? Yeah. It's like 11 p.m. in California. Like, Big's life in California, though, seems amazing. Amazing. Also very lonely, though. I think probably very lonely. Uh Just him and his wine. Yeah, and his, like, very nice surroundings and his cigars. If that's how I have to go, that's where I have to go. Fair enough. And go you shall, I will drown myself in wine. Go west, young man. I am. I know. (laughs) You look something about that. I'm very excited. As he should be. And scared. So they have kind of phone sex, basically, where he's like, that red dress. And she's like, which one? He's like, straps. And she's like, In bed. And he's sort of, it's very suggestive. He says, remember when I found you that time in your closet and just heels in a bra and it was the hottest thing I'd ever seen? And Carrie kind of like realizes what's happening. She pulls her eye mask off of her head. And this is very cute. So they're like, what did you do last night? She's like, nothing. Went to bed early. Had accidental, accidental phone sex with Big. And everyone's like, what? So they're at the foursome brunch the next day that they always do. I was trying, I was on the other end trying to figure out a polite way to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Turns out there is no polite way to get out of phone sex. And Miranda was like, I wasn't aware that you and Big had phone sex. And Carrie's like, it's not phone sex per se in the sense that it's like, uh, touch me here, touch me there. But she also says, occasionally. It's a trip down memory lane. Uh-huh. It's basically like. So this like is something that's happened before. Where they'll the be interim. like, remember when we had sex in this way, in this place at this time? Right. As opposed to being like, what are you wearing yeah. right now? I'm touching you. I'm touching you. I'm touching you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm trailing my hands over your breasts. <laughs> I'm fondling your nipples. This is the continuation of my sex phone operator career, but it's where I'm a I, I'm gross glad that, old man. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like become gremlins. Yep. So she basically tells them she's wearing the craziest. She's wearing so many. Clashing. Alex Wiseman would wear this type of outfit. Wow. Love you. Love you. Love your work. <laughs> you were amazing yesterday. 
Um, but, but you wear a lot of patterns. Roasted right now. <laughs> you wear a lot of patterns. Uh, the baby starts crying, and Miranda's trying to get stuff out of the diaper bag, and she pulls out a whole crazy ass string of condoms. And she's like, Steve's condoms. And Was this Debbie. show sponsored by Trojans? These are different Trojans than the Trojans we saw Probably. last week. Probably. I bet they saw an opportunity in there. Debbie took does it. daycare. It's a great joke. It's so funny. Thank you. I mean, you said you're going to add it, so. Am I? <laughs> I mean. So. Carrie's I wondering, it's connection to the past, present, and future. At a certain age, we've all had relationships yes, that, uh, that, that are, are far, far from, from past, past perfect. perfect. But how much does that past relationship affect our dream of future perfect? We got there in the end. And as I became more and more tense. I couldn't help but wonder. Can you forget? Can you get to a future if your past is present? Which is just like, isn't that being alive, Carrie? So often, this is just being alive. Someone to hold her too close. Yep. Someone to hurt her too deep. Ooh. Thank you. So. We went deep with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke wasn't ready. Well, it's, uh, and I do think there's a, there's a line there where like you can't live in your past. You can't. It keeps you from everything. But at the same time, your past is like who you are and why you are and what you Remember are. And Simba. I am. So fuck. I know they just want to make money and people are going to pay so much money for this. It's going to be a little, I think it's a, it's a little King. creepy though. I mean, Seely has a whole diatribe about it that I'm can't oh, wait for I him can't you to see. Wait to hear. But um, basically, I mean like, no, you won't be able to move on if all you're thinking about is your ex is basically the like. Yeah, which I understand. And I think for Carrie too, it's, it's not so much like people have exes. That's the issue. It's more, it's more the like, if it's, present in the middle of what you're if you building, allow if, if you allow your ex to text you that they want to sleep with you will you be like present in the current relationship that you are in which uh-huh. is a valid question it and is. i have been in that situation yes you have and it's hard yes when you're like oh it's just hard yes to, because like especially because big is that person for her who like she clearly and I judge her so much for it, but I was thinking about it today and I was like, I'm so, I'm so harsh on her about this because like people aren't rational and love isn't rational. And like they, they have a something, you know, that they, both of them for whatever reason can't let go of on their respective ends. Yeah. Meaning Carrie and Big. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening for her is the funny thing, but it's, it's also happening to him and she feels very differently about those two things. She's never really had a problem keeping Big in the middle of her own relationships, uh-huh. but now she's like... Well, this is a significant... She doesn't want to. Right. But she... Most importantly, it starts that she really doesn't want Burger to. Right. And that she doesn't want to deal with it. And it's like, how many... Who did you make deal with? Your ex in the middle of your relationship. Well, it feels like, you know, we cut to the girl who we met with the face post who dated Aiden Mm -hmm. right after Carrie. Where she was the receptacle of being post-Carrie, too. And we find out that the circumstances are not dissimilar. I was thinking about it. There's... This is totally unrelated. There is no way that the timeline works out enough for Aiden to have dated that girl, dated someone else, got married, even if he got married after, but, and had a baby who was then like eight months old. The no, time, five months old. We don't know how, the timeline. But that literally, it doesn't jive with any, anything. <laughs> I mean, I could not tell you how much time has passed. I think. Since this show started. I think it's, I'm going to look it up after. I think it's a, I think it's a real discrepancy well someone help us make a timeline so um, samantha has just fucked nameless waiter whose name sh- i know and now we know well he, yeah so they're about to we find out in this episode he's putting his clothes back on she's wearing like lime lingerie and somehow looks Some amazing weird in necklace. It. lime green she's basically wearing like a tankini yes that's exactly what it is and she throws money she's like i i looked up how much you would have gotten paid if you had gotten fi- if you hadn't gotten fired so here's three hundred dollars and here's response is like you're insane. He's and like, lady, you're out of your fucking mind, which is kind of the right response. Also, because he was there fucking her. And I think, too, what he's saying to her at this point, partially because I kind of know and partially just because of what he said last week, where his, he's like, do you not understand that I want to be here? Yeah. yeah. I just smugly nodded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is iconic. And Samantha's like doesn't understand what she's done wrong when he leaves. So Burger and Carrie are at Burgers, and he's about to leave to go have a meeting with his herb brunch with basically basically the same the thing same that, thing Carrie, that does, Carrie does, but boy style. 
And for the record, you, my friend, are not pathetic. Because he's like, we're a bunch of pathetic brawl balls. The phone rings. She's like, you're not going to get that. And he's like, no, no, I'm late. And, and we then, hear a lady's voice. And she's like, hey, Burger, it's me, Lauren. Well, um, he says, he says, it's 930 in the morning. One word, telemarketer. And then, as Brooke was saying. Hey, Jack, it's Lauren. Uh-huh. And Carrie goes, it's official. Lauren controls every machine in the apartment. And Burger comes over, flicks it off with one finger, goes, fuck you. Other finger, fuck you. And, and fuck fingers. you. Both fingers, which is iconic. And then he goes, bye. And walks out. And Carrie's, Carrie's like, like bye-bye. <laughs> she looks so cute in this outfit. Yeah, there, this style period is, it's oh, also she's funny. So she's so good. She's redoing his fingers on the street, to explaining it to Kim Cattrall. This era of Sarah Jessica Parker as Carrie reminds me a lot of Anna Nogueda. Oh, yes, I see it. Oh, that's amazing. She's perfect. Uh, the hair, but the style, she's wearing a lot of like high neck, like it reminds me of that shirt you have that I love so much. The like stripey one that I do like to call it trendy mime. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mime chic. We've there have been some some Miranda was mime, but she was not mime chic. No. <laughs> Miranda was like Chuck like doll marionette doll. Yes, exactly. Um, also, they've put poor Samantha in fire engine red pants, a yellow shirt, and a hot pink. Is she wearing a shirt? Yeah, hot pink peacoat. A hot pink peacoat, and <laughs> basically Carrie's just explained this whole thing and. Um, Kim Cattrall is I like, love this length of hair. Men are crazy. Yeah, it's perfect. Both of them look baller. This length of hair feels great for her. She's doing very, it's very cutesy. Like the little ponytail yeah. thing on the top of her head, all of it. And so um, Sarah tells her what her she out. did. And she's like, $300 is a lot of money. It's a good tip in a restaurant. In bed, it's a prostitute. Yeah, basically. Which is like, it's kind of like, duh. There was no other way he was going to take that. This scene is amazing. First of all, Brady is wearing a little denim baseball it's cap. It's so and cute. And it doesn't even really fit on his head. Is it's the best perfect. part. It's just perched. And Miranda, in the most passive-aggressive way possible, is like, okay, just getting Brady's bag ready. Um, His diaper bag, you know? Have you ever heard of it? Let's bottle, see. Bottle. Binky. Binky. Trojans. And... It's really, I mean, this is the kind of shit I live for, though. It's such a beautiful reveal. Like, I'm not exactly thrilled our baby's having sex already, but I am thrilled that he's using protection. And Steve is like, okay, very, very funny. He's like, got your point, very funny. And she says, no, it's not funny. And he's like, it's just condoms. And she basically is like, no, because you're having sex all over the place with Debbie while my child sits there unattended. Apparently, some of Miranda's baggage had shifted during fight. That is my favorite is that the one you were talking about yes it's so good it is so so clever it's so good some of her baggage had shifted during a fight i mean it's amazing i mean and then she really goes in on him about how she he he needs to spend more attention to brady and the way that they film this gives me so much and how he's showing up late and how he's just railing she's like this is not about me this is about your need to look after your child and he's she's put brady down on the couch next to her and she stands up he's like what are you talking about and she's like like when your penis is in some girl's vagina and you're having an orgasm while your baby is quietly suffocating in the other room and brady meanwhile is exploring the couch Mm -hmm. tipping over in the way that only babies can do got rid of the house the minute he was put down of course he did and he goes Face first. She's like, my attention is 100% on the baby. And then he falls. And he screams. Of course. Babies are soft, luckily. She goes, but see? see? And picks him up off the ground. And he's so upset. Babies. That night, the only thing that Miranda and Steve could agree upon were separate diaper bags. Cut to Charlotte. Christmas in July. Is it? No, it's a can July in the he coat. He says it. Is that what it is? He says it. So why is Miranda wearing a pea coat in the city? I know. And Samantha, too. What did I say? Miranda. I meant Samantha. Oh, okay. okay. Um, So she's listening to White Christmas and decorating the tree. And Harry comes into her apartment and is like, hey, beautiful, I'm here in the world's weirdest, ugliest tie. (laughs) And... Where did she get a Christmas tree? She's like, it's my last Christmas tree. She drove out to the woods and cut it down herself. (laughs) Is it a fake Christmas tree? Probably. And Harry's like, like, Charlotte, honey, you can have a tree. Lots of Jews do. Me included. Brooke Wiseman. Jew. Mm -hmm, But it wouldn't be appropriate. And she's like, look, it's my favorite ornament. This is my grandma's and handed down to us. And it's blue. It's very special because most Christmas ornaments are red or green or silver and or she talks gold. To, and Harry's like, mm-hmm. Again, I'm like, where is Grandma York in all of this? Or she, I think she's dead. Where is Mama York in all of this? Are they all dead? Did Charlotte kill her whole family? 
<laughs> is that her origin story? I don't know. What's she going on? She has to have this type demeanor to keep herself in line. We know so little about their lives. Crazy eyes of- are. I, that's what this made me think of. I guess not so much parents specifically. That's what I was thinking of. But more I'm just like, they live in these bubbles. And he's being very sweet. And he's like, keep Christmas. And she's like, no, Who Harry. Who cares? And she says, I do. She's like, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to be Jewish. I'm not going to, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be a meat eating vegetarian. And he, she's like, we're going to get rid of all of these. And he says, well, except this one. We're keeping this one and pulls the blue one off the tree. And he spins it and he goes, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. And something, 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 something. And of course, Charlotte fills in the words. She knows dry and ready, which sounds like. Which is like, you know, makes sense. Like, that's what Jews are. Uh That's what, that's Uh what a modern Jew is. We're Uh like, uh, Baruch Atah something. Yeah. Not that one. That one we know. Yeah. But. I even know. So Samantha's like making it up to him. She's dressed like a sexy maid. And and she's going to wait on him. And he's like, you don't know my name. He keeps calling her waiter. And he's like, no, it's Jerry. So we know that now. Jared. It's Jared. Jared. And then she covers him with whipped cream and looks them all over. It's Starts. a hard, hard job. And he goes, you know, Samantha, I'm not just a waiter. And she's like, oh, yeah? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, is that right, Jamie? And he goes, it's Jared. No, he goes, Jerry. No, it's Jared. Oh, oh, oh. She tries this is both. This is incorrect. Oh. His name is Jared. Wow. Oh. Jerry. His last name is Jared. That's what you're thinking of. Weird. Jerry Smith Jared. Anyway, he tells her he's an actor. I think his name is Jared and he goes by Jerry. So he tells her he's an actor. Um, and she's like, I. So his name is Gerald Gerard. I love that concept. No, I don't think it is. I, someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> A plea to people who won't hear this for three days. I love it. Someone come through. And she's like, I but lost to the my- very to the present day, this was her very first Jerry. Are you having a, are you having a, a moment, an episode? Also, her body in this, she's like laying on the bed, and the way the side boob is just magnificent, honestly. Well, is that not a Parks and Rec situation if ever I've been a part of one? A Parks and Rec and Recuation. A Jerry moment. Yep. Carrie is spending another night sleepless, no. very aggressive, flipping uh, around, slapping the pillow, and so overdramatic. And Burger is like what's wrong and she's like nothing and he i can't sleep and he's like it's the frogs and she's like it's not the frogs and he's like okay and he rolls over and she keeps doing it and he's like it's the frogs and he turns the frogs off and then they have this conversation where she's like okay it's not the frogs it was the double finger and he has no idea what she's talking about so she does it for him at the answering machine and he's like oh and they have this again they're good at talking to each other about real things when they do it like adults yeah this made me really sad it's hard to watch i don't like it so they open up to each other. Also, why the fuck is she sleeping in a bra? Why? Never have. They I needed ever. Her unless boobs. I collapse face. So right. Face forward. <laughs> I know. Face forward. She's in her thirties. She shouldn't be sleeping in a bra. And they have this whole conversation, kind of about exes. And he, he's like, it's just, it's really complicated with her. It was so hard. Whatever. He cheated on her. No, she cheated, she cheated on sorry. him. She cheated on him. He was broken. He was dying. He did. Uh huh. Exactly. Until until he met her. Until he met Carrie, which she's very bold over by. And then he's like, have you ever been hurt like that? And she's like, where do I begin? But she doesn't even take a moment to be like, oh, he was Aiden. I know. I'm like, like, I'm also like, I feel like they had this conversation and she wasn't like, I guess it's maybe not the moment. But if he found out like down the line, she had that in her history and never told him given what happened. I think I'd freak out if I was him. Yeah, but maybe not the first. Yeah, I agree. Ex conversation. Yeah, absolutely. When he's just said that, mm-hmm. but she doesn't even mention it. Is the weird part? No, but she doesn't mention big explicitly either. No, no, like, no. I mean, I mean, in her voice, there's no like Carrie moment of being like, she's all she is is like delighted that he's telling her. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be my first thought in that situation as me, if my interior monologue was playing over the scene. Maybe. Even if I was very happy and excited about it, there would be something in me that'd be like, ugh, I'm going to have to tell him at some point. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. He tells her it pretty much killed him. They have this whole conversation, like we said. Till there was you. Uh, and then there is another important first. The first time you realize it really might be something. 
he like rolls into her and they have really sweet like the way they're holding each other in bed is very sweet and so we cut to Carrie. Just like that, we moved out of the present and into our future. Which is ironic because the next time we see her, she's in the Aiden chair. Mm-hmm. But she calls big. Mm-hmm. So she's in all the pasts. So she goes home and she has to clear smart. up the past. Yeah. So she calls big. Because she, like, had her, quote, closure with Aiden when she saw his baby. Yeah. And he pops out of a hot tub. Like, who's like the underwater the in a hot tub? <laughs> Truly. Like, who just, like, sits underwater in a hot tub? Like, no one goes swimming in a hot tub. Also, He's dissociating. The, like, He's in, like, a sensory deprivation tank. The backdrop photo of a tree. I know. Of, like, a Napa sunset. It's so funny. It made me giggle. It's so funny. Someone ordered a scrim. A scrim. And he has a wine and a cigar, and she's like, I just wanted to let you know this won't be one of those calls. And he keeps taking a puffs out of a cigarette with no smoke coming the out. A cigar, yeah. What did I say? Cigarette? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a slightly different image of Big. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what's on your mind, baby? And so she's calling to tell him she's seeing someone. And he's like, were you seeing someone a week ago when, or when we had that phone call or whatever? And he's he says that he wants to keep talking to her. And then he has conversations like that with her fr- his friends. And she's like, that. I don't talk to my friends like that. And he says, I do. And she says, maybe that's why you don't have very many. And, and I'm like, laughs. and I literally am like, I know this person. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to this person today. Yeah. 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 I'm the only friend of in this con uh, in the context mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. So Carrie's basically like it. It, I was seeing him a week ago or whenever we talked. But, but it, it just, just got, got serious. So I think we have to leave that all in the past. And he's like, okay, kid, call me sometime. He's like, consider it the past. Um, and she says, well, yeah, but we'll stay friends. And he's like, ah, friends. Which, of course, he just said that he'd be calling her as a friend anyway. Two good friends. Two best yeah, he clarifies. She says his name is Jack Berger. Loved it. Thank you. He's a writer as well. Um, and... You can he tell says, that he's a little hurt. He, yeah, he's like, once there's a name attached to it, it's different. He's like, oh, that is, yep. And he's like, give me any kind of call you want, which is like so big of him. It's very big Not big in like a good way, like a big in a big way. And then Charlotte has her mikvah. Oh, by the way, before we do this and before Carrie makes another gefilte fish joke, because they have like four jokes that they can make. Um, I just wanted to give big ups to, I don't know if it's Steven or, yeah, it's Steven Hillenberg right? The creator of Spongebob who died oh, today. Oh, he died today. And I just thank you for your work, sir. Yeah. Anyway, now on to Charlotte. After 75 accelerated classes, Charlotte, the Episcopalian princess, she does look like a princess, was reborn a Jew. She gets naked. She gets into the tub. She stops. She turns around and asks the woman attending. She's like, was this drained before the la- but after the last person used it and she nods yes she goes thank you and then it goes charlotte was being chained or I mean, leaving her past behind well not all of her it's really beautiful i don't understand the timeline but it's beautiful yeah and carrie shows up at burger's apartment with a gift she's like i thought and thought and thought that we needed a gift to fix this and i decided on two one a, a pulitzer prize or this and he's like, oh, well, I actually have a Pulitzer. I love him. I know. And she says, you do? And he's like, yeah, I don't like to brag. And she goes, well, I chose right. They're, like, very good together. They are. So she gives him a new sound machine for a fresh start that makes a bunch of different noises. They make other sounds frogs. other than frogs. I, I don't, don't care, care for, for frogs. frogs. He says, new start, new sound. It's very nice. They shake on it. And then pull each other in for a little kiss and a hug, and it's very cute. And it's like waves. They make a good team. Yeah. Ocean sounds. And she's sleeping. That was a wave crashing on the beach. That same night next to Burger and Surf Sounds number four, I slept more soundly than I had. And as as long long as as I I could could remember. remember. Ugh. Close out. I'm so, I can't think about this one ending relationship i really hate it i love i'm gonna be furious when big weasels his way back in somehow it's not big's fault i'm gonna be furious when carrie does that well i mean i know burger's gonna do his part but i'm just still i'm just gonna be furious about i mean i kind of know what happens at this point i've pieced together not like the what happens i know the very specific part about it ending Mm -hmm. i'll say no more i I wonder when it's i I want to know when it's coming Oh, don't! I don't want a time limit on that. I'm gonna be so sad. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, fair. 
fine. You can have your um, wants and desires, I suppose. While I look this up, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. did you resonate mm-hmm. with? Who did I? Re- oh, I resonated with Miranda and la- lashing out about things that you won't be straightforward about with someone you love. Um, I and also just because Miranda, and also because something like that would send me off the deep end probably a little bit too. I'm not sure I would do it to him in the same way, but I would have a similar freak out to my friends for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, probably to him. Um, I also just feel for Miranda. Um, not Samantha. I relate to Charlotte a wee bit in this one. Um, just because it's something I've thought a lot about. Yeah. But. You could do it for me. I would. So we could get married. I would. I would. I will. Just you wait. Just you wait. Wow. There's been a lot of musicals so on this. So much. That was my contribution. Um, um, and Carrie, too. Definitely some. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next thing is always, even if you don't dwell on it, there's always, I think, a moment when they're brought up or when they you cross paths. Or I feel like, like it will, I'm, always, I'm always worried about, like, bringing up. Like, I'm always worried about that conversation because, like, of the two, mm-hmm. like, significant loves of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is very much still a part of my life. Yes. In like a very fine way. And the other one, but I, I don't think would be fine to. A un- like serious partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably not in the exact way it is now, but there's also a lot of space in different ways that like. Yeah. And then the other one is just like, it's just so much of a conversation. So much of a conversation, but probably not when you want to have or need to have all at once. No. You know, you can say. But I'm emotionally slutty. I give up uh-huh. too much too soon. Same. You know, same. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So um, if, yep. you, if you can piece it together. But that's not why people are assholes. I resonated. People are assholes because they're assholes. I resonated with Carrie. Yep. Um, and, um, and Miranda too, I bet, in similar ways to me. Yeah. And Bran- Miranda. And, Miranda, um, baby. And Burger a little bit. Oh, uh, I didn't think about that, but yes, I don't think me I would. Too. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would be so like blatant about it to the new person. Yeah, same. But I think like my baggage is certainly gonna be an is is already been is gonna be an issue in any new relationship. Cut to yeah. me being emotionally unavailable. Yeah, but also just the like very complicated like still being surrounded by an mm-hmm. ex in whatever way that means. Well, mine is literally haunting me for the next at least year and a half. That's wow. what I'm getting out of Dodge. Yep. Beautiful. Just get on a plane and go, baby. Bye. Uh, yeah. Um, plopability? Yeah. I just shook my head, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you and know, like, what's Stephen to say? I mean, yeah, pretty much. Well, I think we're also moving. I think the writing's better. I think we're moving closer a I little think, bit again, in time. I think, again, all the interactions with Lauren, there would be, you know, instances of social media and yeah. texting. Right. And, like, those wouldn't be a phone call. Like, you would just see the name pop up. It's, like, those, like, right. little intricacies. Right. Because um, no one has voicemails like that anymore. No. At all. No. Yup. I'm going to make my voicemail. Hey, it's me, Steve. <laughs> Please do. I want to call you just to leave messages. I'll be Miranda. You be Steve. Okay. Just for this little, just for this, you know. All right. Seems like a good reason to change your whole phone setup. I'll be yeah, Steve. <laughs> you can do it. I know you can be Steve. Oh, I'll be Steve. You be Eibenberg. <laughs> what, did we, what did we call him last week? I don't remember. Dave Eigenberg. Eigen- Eibenberg. I think so. I don't know. Play the tapes. Play the tapes. Play the tapes, tapes Joan. Where are the receipts? Bring them to me. Um, uh, how is your delta up and down? My delta up mm-hmm. is that I finished the Monday crossword in five minutes. Whoa. That's um, crazy. Seven minutes. Sorry. Seven minutes. That's really impressive. But my streaks have been so good. Yes. Um, I've gotten by with a little help with my friends. From? From my friends. I like with. Come back. From my friends. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had to check, and I'm really I'm I've noticed exponential growth in my crossword abilities. Oh, nice. Um, my delta dawn is that I'm just like a little like existentially sad. Mm-hmm. Like I started crying on the subway. I think I'm getting my period. Mm-hmm. But like a song played, and I was just like, huh. tears time. It's mostly just like a. I'm not sad about anything particular. Right now, I'm just sort of like, will I ever love again? 
It's like one of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like mm-hmm. looking for that. I deleted my well, some adults up is that I deleted Bumble and Hinge. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm, for you. I'm actively not looking to date someone right now. Yeah. And I would scroll through like it was fucking Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, this is unhealthy. So I deleted it. Look at you knowing what you want or don't want. That's very clarifying too. Knowing yeah. what you don't want. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you, ma'am? Well, let me see now here about this. Uh, my delta down is that I, every time there's a holiday afterwards, I have to remember that I'm supposed to go to work like this basically every day for the foreseeable future, <laughs> which I just still am not used to. Um, and also that it feels like 9 p.m. by about 4 o'clock. It's like, I know we talk out. about this a lot, it's but so it is awful. like really bad. Watching this, like from our building throughout all the windows, watching the sun like actively, like watching it start to get dark, especially if it's stormy at all at like 2.30 mm-hmm. is the most, I can like feel it in my body. I know, me too. But um, my Delta up, oh, my Delta up is that yesterday I bought, so many clothes because cyber monday yeah which i didn't even really think about and then i got a gap email and i was like i'm gonna go look at gap um and then i went crazy and i it's all free returns so i did it on gap and on um american eagle and i got both some stuff i actually needed and just actually a lot of it and some just cute stuff a lot of like sweaters and work dresses and i know most of it won't um probably work anyway so it'll just be a matter of sending it back but I got collectively like $700 worth of clothes for like 280 yes that's and then so today satisfying. I found I found returns I it was so satisfying it was such a rush I've never done a Cyber Monday thing before it's fun I usually do like an, a little I get overwhelmed I tend to get overwhelmed mm-hmm. but I did like a, I do like, it's very overwhelming because I'm like I want all that's why I never shop too I did a little I do a little Urban Outfitters every year mm smart and I got these shoes smart oh cute they're, I actually got shoes that they're I'm over behind about. my backpack oh excited to see them that backpack's really cute too is that newish yes um it's a very cute black bag. it's a Lulu backpack that my friend mm. Chelsea gave me because she didn't want it it's amazing it's amazing it has so many pockets and it looks like it fits so much in it yeah and that under pocket like yeah. you can put like it's where my friend Madeline uh-huh. Madeline who listens to the podcast uh-huh. hey friend also has this po- um this backpack and also she put, has this podcast also has this podcast so weird <laughs> Um, she's the best. You're the best. And she's gonna, she puts her dirty clothes in there so Smart. it doesn't touch the other things. It's genius. After, like after a workout or, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I love that. Yeah, it's a sturdy and And it's got back. like a, it's just got so many pockets. Mm. Everything is better with pockets. Everything is better with pockets. Um, I'm really proud of you for making Cacio e Pepe. Thank you. I, because, oh, actually that's my other Delta up. So my, like, dear dear friend Phoebe was in town with her boyfriend and I got to see her on Sunday night she came over with another friend of ours and I made dinner um she, she brought veggies and I made Casio e Pepe which I knew Brooke would be proud of me for and um it was so nice they left at like 1 a.m and it was Sunday night <laughs> so that's how worth it it was because I didn't want them to go um and it really fills me up to see her she's just like the best person mm-hmm mm-hmm also, I love AJ, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's he is um, Ari's best friend. Right. So it's very fun because it's like not, you know, it's just, it's great. <laughs> love that. Um, uh, Brooke, where can I find you on social media? Totally. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Yes. Tweeting. Yes. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore posting pictures mm. and stories amazing statues and stories i love that well you can find me on twitter did i ask i know i'm starting <laughs> because i just want to say you can find me on twitter at mrs burt macklin posting pictures and you can find me on instagram at bridget m37 tweeting <laughs> <laughs> and collectively we are at, at splat, splat podcast, podcast posting pictures and tweeting and tweeting um, I've been trying to do more content. She's so good at bit. it. Um, I'm so happy when so we do. Like the, when I don't know, because so, a lot of times we'll like text each other mm-hmm. about what we're posting, mm-hmm. but there'll be a few times when we'll just be like, I'm just going to do, I'll the just thing. get a notification. Yeah. Well, you also have really busy Thursdays too. I so, do. So Thursdays, I generally, generally, 
I do your social media posts to tell you that there's a new episode, but usually there's a lot of collaboration. And so I love to surprise Brooke with this. I'm saying it gets me. It's a good one in our stories today. Oh my God. I can't even believe I didn't mention it guys. It came out in an, in an interview with Chris Noth that if they'd done sex in the city three, um, big would have died. Big would have died. Not so. And with that, please rate, review and subscribe. (laughs) Raise a glass to email us, email us, text us, Call us, beep us if you want to reach us. If you want to rate, review, subscribe, that's recommended. Please do. We love you so much. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.